Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, enabling a world where everyone and everything can be intelligently connected. That's the mission of our guest for today, Qualcomm Technologies. Now, founded in 1985, Qualcomm is a semiconductor designer and an innovator in wireless communications technologies. The firm relies on third-party manufacturers like TSMC and Global Foundries to make chips, which are then sold to smartphone makers. Now, while it is not exactly a hardware firm, Qualcomm still transforms the way we work, live, and communicate through its processes and modems. Take your Samsung Galaxy phones part using Qualcomm Technologies' 5G connectivity solutions, or even the technologies behind the smart and connected factories that make the items we consume. The firm is. Perhaps closer to us than we think, but with preliminary data from the International Data Corporation showing worldwide smartphone shipments declined 0.1% on year to 302 million units in Q3 this year, what bearing will this have on Qualcomm's business? I mean, while Qualcomm said in May that it is transitioning from a communications company to an intelligent edge computing firm, but to what extent has that got to do with the rise in generative AI? Well, for more, let's speak to Asanu Islam, VP Engineering and Regional Head of Qualcomm Technologies Southeast Asia. Islam, welcome. Thank you, Tian, for having me here. Great to have you on board, and we've briefly talked about how Qualcomm is a chip designer that works with third-party manufacturers to make chips, and this is then sold to smartphone makers. But let's hear from you. How would you define your value proposition and business model? Well,、uh, you know, during the pandemic, what happens that、uh, the world has been changed more on smartphone uh, usage uh, perspectives. Even in Southeast Asia, we know right now 326 million users are using smartphones, and among them, 88 percent are using internets. So people are more relying on the smartphone for their daily life usage perspectives. We Qualcomm really <clears throat> put us in a position where. Everything and everyone get intelligently connected, and by making AI and 5G ubiquitous, we are really enabling the enhanced use cases, enhanced experience for the users, and. We are not only doing this connectivity, but also we are doing a lot of research on on device、uh, calculation, all device uh, uh, computations, and that's how when you use your mobile phone, I think if you see the way it has been changed, your camera usage or the way you are doing a lot of other stuffs already changing, and with this AI enabling. Your use case could be much much more、uh, different than now. So we are really envisioning a world where your mobile phone will be very contextually aware through the AI that will give you very effective、uh, assistance that make your productivity much more、uh, higher.、Mm, assistance for smartphones and AI coming into the picture as well. But at the moment,、uh, Islam, how would you define your business model? Then mostly a B two B model. Uh, yes, uh, actually, we 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 uh, originally uh, enable uh, our partners. We researched on the technology. You know, we have started from the three G, then four G, now five G, and not only this connectivity, but also this computations on the devices. So we really. 
enable our partners by providing the technology, by providing the reference design, and the phone makers or the OEMs who make the devices, they use our technology. They they create their phones, they create their device, they create their uh, edge devices, uh, and and and. Uh, that's our, our current business model. Moving forward, actually, we are also going to work with a lot more other ecosystem partners, including the developers who can use our on-device AI capability to create their own applications so that it can change the people's uh, daily lifestyles. That's how we are uh, defining ourselves uh, and our business models. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, industry positioning, right? How would you describe your relationship with other chip makers, including TSMC, Global Foundries, or even uh, SoftBank-backed Arm? How do you position yourself then? When we talk about Qualcomm, we are the high-end chipset design maker. We design the chips. Then when you talk about TSMC or Global Foundry, they don't design the chips. They manufacture the chips. So we design chips. TSMC and Global Foundry as our partner, they manufacture our chip. They create the chips for us. And when you talk about ARM, ARM himself is a architectural IP. They have their own IP for their own architecture. Many companies like us, who is fabulous, they use their IP and create the devices, uh, create the uh, design, the high-end chips, and then use TSMC or Global Foundry to make the chips for us. And we provide this to our OEM, like Samsung, Apple, or Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi. They make the end devices uh, by using those things. So it's kind of we are all partners. We help each other. And that's mm-hmm. how this industry is growing and moving forward. And I believe, you know, you talked about Apple. Um, Qualcomm Technologies had in September, right, uh, agreed to supply 5G chips to Apple till at least 2026. So very exciting days here. But as far as customers are concerned, who would you then describe as your customers? And how do you navigate long-term partnerships with the big brands, Apple, Samsung, as well as OEMs? Yeah, as, as I mentioned, right, we enable all these OEMs to make their products. So our customer directly right now is the OEMs. OEMs means who really make the devices. It could be Samsung, it could be Apple, it could be Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi. That's one end of the smartphones. Now, if you go for, we are also enabling, as we are saying, we are on device AI, intelligently connected device. So we are also working on this uh, compute uh, chipsets. We call it uh, yeah, X-Elite uh, chipset that we have announced recently. From that perspective, this is will be the next generation laptops that will have a lot more AI capabilities. And we are working with all these uh, OEMs who make the laptop species of uh, like uh, DA. Dell, uh, Renovo, HP, uh, Acer, Asus, all these people, they, they started using our uh, chipsets and moving forward, you will see the laptops on that. And there is another industry we are also looking at this automotive, right? In the car, you see right now there is a infotainment system in the car and many of those cars now using Qualcomm technologies to show their uh, maps, uh, do the uh, infotainments in the cars. So all these car maker and who make this uh, uh, car IVI systems for the car, uh, they are also our customers. So that's how we are enabling all our OEM partners to make their end devices. 
Hmm. And let's take a look at the wider business environment.、Uh, Islam preliminary data from the IDC, the International Data Corporation, showed worldwide smartphone shipments down 0.1 percent year on year to 302 million units in Q3 this year. Now, question is, what is your assessment of demand in the near term? How does that influence the way in which you take the company forward, particularly when it comes to product launches? You know what happens that during this pandemic, there was a huge surge of the demand for the devices. Computing devices, laptops, tablets,、uh, smartphones, and all those things—huge demand, right? That's why you see this、uh, supply shortage everywhere. Two years back, as a result, everybody tried to do the capability、uh, capacity increase, right? Yes. And then, of course, after this pandemic, people started going out.、Uh, demand a little bit adjusted,、uh, but we Qualcomm actually really seeing in a this way. Right now, there are the smartphone PBS generation. Now, next generation smartphone, next generation laptops, all will be AI enabled. You see this? How OpenAI changed the world? Very, I mean, short term. I think this is just the beginning of the AI. Right now,、mm. AI is running on the cloud, but with Qualcomm, we have so much AI computation power on the devices that will make the use cases much more different than current cloud use cases. What does it mean that on your devices, without getting connected on the cloud, you can do a lot more、uh, AI that could be more on the security, that will be more on your contextual,、uh, your Personality aligned、uh, AI things, and in that way, when you have all these new things, new demand、uh, is coming, and that's what we are seeing. We are just transforming ourselves from connectivity company to the AI company, and this AI could be hybrid. It could run、mm. on the devices, and if necessary, it could run on the cloud. And to run it on the devices, we are enabling so much edge devices that can run on the AI. So that's how we are seeing our market demand is moving forward. Uh, going to be increased on this AI end.、Hmm, so it's just a little bit of a shifting of how things work, but still very robust demand nonetheless. Talking about product pipeline, I believe、uh, you guys recently launched a new Snapdragon processor. Tell us more about that and how significant. This is for the firm、uh, where top and bottom lines are concerned. Yeah, surely you know.、Uh, last last week there was our、uh, technology summit in、uh, Hawaii, right? And we have announced、um, many、uh, products there.、Uh, one of the products is our Agen Three,、uh, that is our smartphone high-end、uh, devices. A lot of our partners started to,、uh, making their、uh, phones based on that. Then the main focus was this、um, Snapdragon X Elite. That is a laptop platform, and this platform,、uh, I would say, right now in the market, nobody can compete us. We are beating everybody's. All these high-end x86 based platform and others, including the M2 Max. So our performance, the benchmark performance, is showing more than two times our CPU is faster than any competition, high-end competition right now in the market in this class. So this.、Uh, Laptop,、uh, this next generation AI laptops. This device will have the capabilities of 13 billion parameters running on the device without getting connected to the cloud. What does it mean that you can run your generative AI model just on your devices? For example, right now everything goes to the cloud, and what happens that your 
personal things in in the corporate process if we are enterprise right then your enterprise will not allow you to ask the open ai put your data on the cloud and get the get the information based on that mm. you will not be allowed so with this new generation laptops we will enable the corporate to run those ai generative model on the devices and and that will give them lot increase the productivity hugely for example if somebody right now there are a lot of software coder in the company they are making the mm. codes and all those things we know that generative ai can generate the code but our laptop will give you the capability so that you can do you can just ask the copilot uh, to generate a, uh, some application for you it will create the c code it will create the python code for you and for enterprise it will be huge transitions so that they will increase the productivity hugely so from that perspective i believe uh our new products this uh, snapdragon x elite uh, will change the laptop uh, landscape uh, completely with the ai use cases mm, so we are talking about a laptop processor in that case right right and yes. uh, if i may just follow up right islam when we look at the snapdragon elite x to qualcomm how profit generating is it going to be Well, when there is a, a platform like that, this hardware platform, right? Then, mm. as, I, as I already mentioned, that all these uh, laptop uh, OEM, uh, Dell, Lenovo, HP, mm. now getting engaged with us. I think uh, second half of the next year, you will see the product uh, start coming into the market. And then, mm. what we are enabling is that these devices will be so much AI capable, and we will definitely open up a lot of the AI. uh stack sdks uh, so that the developers can start developing their own application on those devices so hmm. the professionalization perspectives not only the hardware things but also this ecosystems that hmm. we are enabling with this oem as well as the partners as well as the developers community who can create their own application will create a different kind of business cases and use cases we are very excited for the future Right. If you're just tuning in, we are now in conversation with Asanul Islam, VP Engineering and Regional Head of Qualcomm Technologies Southeast Asia. And looking at the road ahead, um, Islam, I believe Qualcomm announced in May that it is transitioning from a communications company into an intelligent edge computing firm. Two questions here. One is, what does that mean for the man in the street? And number two, to what extent has that got to do with the rise in generative AI? With this uh, intelligent edge and our new platform that will have so much AI capabilities. If I mention again this Snapdragon X Elite, this one combined the AI capabilities has 75 tops. with the very power efficient way of calculating things means that we are having our cpu that is two time faster than any competition right now in the market we are having our gpu that's almost two time faster for the current uh, laptop industry and then we have our npu that is the ai engine we are putting together that has 45 tops so total 75 tops and with 75 tops you can do lot more generative ai for example this uh, stable diffusions that can do around 1 billion parameter that's even run on our smartphones it will run on the laptops there is uh, another model generative model called lemma 2 this lemma 2 is the uh, meta things right and this lemma 2 is already working on our laptops so you can create your own applications based on these models and that can change the things completely so 
this is, as I mentioned, this is just the beginning of the AI. And when you will have these AI capabilities on your laptops or your devices, that will create a huge, huge market demand. And that's how we really expect that Wall Street and all the investors will evaluate that part. And that can change the landscape. Mm, and I guess the uh, announcement that you guys are transitioning into an intelligent edge computing firm really sort of... Um sense of that signal that you guys are betting big on the AI wave. Before we let you go, uh, Islam, what are some future plans for Qualcomm Technologies for the rest of this year and perhaps into the next? What can we expect here within Southeast Asia? You know, in Southeast Asia, it's mostly on the big uh, consumption markets. We work with our carriers very closely to make sure they they, they really deploy the new technologies, especially Singtel and Singtel Group in the region. We work very closely uh, to enable the new technologies. And not only that, actually, Actually, we have pretty good engagement in Vietnam uh, with different end. On the laptop prospect, recently we just announced this Snapdragon X Elite. But before that, we also have that laptop chips, the a little bit mid-low end. In education market, we have already Qualcomm laptops uh, in, in, in Vietnam, as well as Indonesia and some local partners using those chipsets. Uh, in Vietnam, we are working with several partners uh, for uh, different type of products, not only for laptops, but also for some uh, station-based uh, products uh, or an enabled products. Uh, and, 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 and Indonesia, Malaysia, we are working several uh, partners and ecosystem enablers uh, to to enable the private networks so that it can increase the productivity of the factory automations and all those things. Moving forward in Southeast Asia, I also believe it will be a big consumption market as well as with this AI, a lot of the developers will be enabled in this market. That can help the overall uh, boosting the economy of this region. Wow, exciting days indeed. Thanks a lot. That was Esanu Islam, VP Engineering and Regional Head of Qualcomm Technologies for Southeast Asia. Thank Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.